Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Time Is Now podcast. My name is Jody Elbert Moss, and my guest is Seb. Seb is the founder of Transformational Meditation Group. He's a transformation guide and a meditation teacher. And I've known him for quite a while now. So let's just turn it over to Seb. Seb? Yeah, hello, Jody. Thank you for having me on your podcast. Great honor. Uh, yeah, we've known each other. We've seen each other on Vero, isn't it? We got to know each other there for your true show show. Uh, great honor to be on your show. I love your videos, your short videos about the things you see in nature, all the information you get from nature. Yeah. I can uh, can introduce myself a little bit more if you would like to. Um, my background originally is in the medical use of all sorts of radiation. So x-rays, gamma rays, uh, ultrasound, uh, UV, UV radiation. So I've been working at the hospital in the cancer care for many years. Uh, and during my studies, I noticed that my patients reacted differently on their treatment based on their state of being. So were they in a kind of positive state, in a positive fighting state, like I want to get healthy again? You saw, I saw most often that they were doing much better and reacting much better on their treatment uh, than people that were negative and down. Uh, when I talked about them, about uh, maybe they could, uh, could get some um, side effects from the treatment, for example, they, they got all the side effects, uh, and which the positive-oriented people did not. So I talked about that to, to my psychology professor, and he said, well, your state of being, the way you feel, the way you think has a lot to do with how you react to your treatment. And I said, okay, I want to learn more about that. What can we do to help people uh, get into a better state and uh, and become, uh, accept treatment much better? So he said, well, there's hypnosis, et cetera, that psychologists do, but you can try to look into meditation to change your uh, to change your mind, to change your thoughts, patterns, and your perspective on life, for example. So I started to study meditation and uh, got very uh, proficient in that and tried to, to teach it to others as well. Uh, and then I moved from the Netherlands, where I'm originally from, to Norway uh, to start a new cancer department there. And um, uh, I noticed that I needed to change myself because I have to fit in in the Norwegian society. Uh, also starting a whole new department with new people, with a new culture, uh, new language, et cetera. It, it, it took a lot uh, on me. It, it was stressful. So I needed to change myself. And then I said, oh, I need to do something. So I did meditation myself, found a good teacher, uh, Tiara Kumara, who lives in the US. And um, and she helped me through meditation techniques as well to change my own state of being, to change my own perspective on on life. And 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 actually, I managed to keep my job because of that, uh, changing myself as well. Um, that had so profound effect on me, especially the knowledge I got from that that those years with her. Uh, about the heart and brain connection. Uh, I felt that I connected my heart to my brain again. 
which I noticed a lot of people in the in the West especially are always up in their head, they're thinking logically. And the intuition and feelings and emotions that you most people notice in their heart, they were blocked. And I noticed that I had that connection again from my childhood. Most most children have that connection when they get born, the connection between the heart and their brain. I felt it coming back again. And I I noticed that that connection had such a profound effect on my life that I, I was more alive. I felt more alive. I felt more connected to the universe, to the world, to nature itself, and also had better communication with it. Uh, recently, I was on a trip to London, for example, and, and these kind of things happen to me all the time. Uh, I, w- I was went to a restaurant and I went in on the, on the side door, or I couldn't get in because it wasn't the main door. But I said to myself, oh, I, I really would like to sit on that table right by that door. And walked around, had a friend with me, I walked around and we got in. And we had to wait for to be seated and we, the, the waitress came and we were we seated at that door. There were lots of empty tables there, but we were sitting at the door where I wanted to be. And that happens all the time. Like, oh, I really would like, if I think that and say that as well, I really would like to sit there or I really would like this to happen. Most of the time it happens. A little bit later, we got another waitress who wasn't that very polite. And uh, I said to my friend, well, I like that that other waiters that let us in much better. And the moment later, that other waitress came and uh, brought us the dessert. Those things happen all the time. And I explain it on my, my courses and workshops as well. The moment you start living with that heart-brain connection, you notice life is more in flow. You are more in tune with the, with the universe. You will notice things happening just because you are asking for it or thinking about, oh, that would be nice. Especially when you think, oh, this would be nice. I notice that things will be arranged for you. So since there's a recent example, but since I experienced that for the first time, I noticed like I really need to teach this to people. To, to learn people how to reconnect the, the brain and heart again and, and, and get a fuller, more richer life. Uh, so I started doing that for eight years ago. Uh, I started with, uh, with some minor workshops, some bigger courses, and started traveling around uh, with workshops, also attending conferences. And uh, yeah, that's what I'm doing now. Uh, basically, it's my calling is getting people to connect their heart to their brain uh, and 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 give them that experience of a richer life and also able to manifest things because when you start doing that you have a better communication with the world around you you are starting to manifest things much more easily as well yeah that's very interesting i've had some similar experiences and i try to tell people i like the experiences are all around us all the time, but I think what's happened yeah. is we spend our lives in in one way of living. And meditation, whatever type of meditation you choose, is like peeling off the layers of the onion, right? You're taking yeah. them back off and going back to the way you were when you were a child. 
Yeah. So we should be like that and having these experience all the time, I believe. It's very, and I recently had a discussion with um, a coach as well that asks ask people like, yeah, but do you remember how you were as a child when you were playing, uh, when you were playing as a, as a princess or a knight? And as a knight, you had that broomstick between your legs and you were like riding and it was a real horse for you. It was so real for you. Can you can you get that feeling back again? And that's what we do also when we try to create an inner experience during a meditation session and try to change and manifest things. We try to, to say, get that inner child back again and really use that that vivid imagination to create that inner experience and our bodies they don't know the difference between an outer experience or an inner experience and i say always in fact our bodies only react on the inner experience because an outer experience gives us an inner experience so if we if if, if whether we are seeing it hearing it tasting it or smelling it uh, or we create that inside of ourselves our body will react on that in the same way. This is called epigenetics, uh, and we can we can uh, we can uh, activate and deactivate and regulate our gene expression by creating inner experiences. So interesting! It, it just makes my mind my mind starts going because I have lots of things I want to talk about. But could Seb? Could you talk about um, who would? Who would look for you? Who who would come to your website? Who who would seek out some training in meditation? Is there a specific age group, or can you talk a bit about that? Yeah, well, uh, my my group, the meditation group I have here on, uh, in my hometown, there are uh, uh, from age. Well, we have everything from thirty to seventy year old uh, people uh, here in Norway. Uh, in my group are from 30 years old to 70 years old. Uh, and most of in Norway, they are after the experience of deep meditation. So I, I have sessions with them with deep meditation and deep relaxation. Uh, and they, they do that for, to mostly try to have that experience, have new experiences, but also uh, to, to with a deep relaxation, to relax mostly their muscles and get de-stressed. And and uh, and that released them of often of a lot of pain as well. Um, those that come to my workshops and courses, they're more interested in in the healing aspects of of meditation and manifestation. So they come there for their health, both mentally and physically. And then I do some workshops with yoga teachers uh, who want their students to experience deeper meditations, deeper states of meditation. Um, what I focus on then is uh, is mostly letting people realize that their conscious is non-local. So we take them on a little journey, uh, out-of-body experiences, if they can can reach that deep state of uh, of uh, of meditation. That's uh, that's what they're after. They're after the the I won't. I would almost say entertainment, but they're the experience they want to the experience the most. Um, I'm also a licensed heart med facilitator practitioner, and I'm also uh, uh, finishing up my license for trauma, uh, heart med trauma treatment. 
So I also uh, do one-on-one -on -one sessions with people who want that uh, to go more on a one-on-one -on -one basis and uh, talk about stress techniques to de-stress heart math te technology, heart math techniques uh, from the Heart Med Institute to, uh, to work with stress, trauma, that kind of things. Yeah, yeah. so a broad spectrum of people. Interesting enough, just before I came on here, I watched a video on trauma and mm. and was going on. And he said, you know, if you have trauma and you want to release it, a lot of people go inside the brain. But mm. if you don't go into the brain and the heart, you only get rid of half of it. And they yeah. say like everything like we're talking, we're experiencing, it's going into our brains, but it's also going into our heart. It's almost like the heart or the brain is a backup hard drive. And it's all in there. So if we don't work with both of them, it doesn't work. Our heart has a little brain inside of it. Actually, each of our chakra points, as I understand it, have some neurons there that are forming like small brains, our gut as well. Uh, and it's all part of the central nervous system. of our So it's all connected. Uh, and And especially our feelings and emotions they are with our heart we can we can notice it if we get in if, when we are in love we feel it in our heart when we are angry we feel our heart getting smaller like and it hurts a little and so so we've and and that field our heart has as well our heart has a big electromagnetic field which connects us to other people and animals and nature and the, the earth itself because the earth itself has, has an electromagnetic field uh, when you look at studies being done on a large group of people that do mass meditation, so they meditate all together, several thousand of people, we can measure that in the Earth's electromagnetic field that things are changing there. That's fascinating stuff. So we are all connected. And so our thoughts and feelings and the state of being we are in has a lot to say for how we uh, influence our reality and, 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 and the world around us. Yeah, for me, I just like I, I'm a I follow my breath all the time. I just do a simple meditation. It works for me, but you know, it helped me to realize. I know everybody talks about we're all connected, we're all one, but until you really realize it, hmm. it's just words. Once you realize it, and meditation helped me get there. Yeah, there is there's this do did studies on that on Buddhist monks as well. When they get into the deep state of meditation, their the back of their brains emit a frequency that's the same frequency as the Earth's electromagnetic field, so it connects that way, uh, which is just beautiful. And when you ask them what do you experience at that moment, they say, "Well, I feel oneness." Yeah, so it's uh, fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. So your workshops, um, you've talked about in person. Do you have you do do online workshops, and how do people get a hold of you? Well, I do. Uh, I have podcasts uh, too uh, every other week, uh, alternating between Mondays and Thursdays. I do them on Fireside and record them there as well, so they get out uh, a few days later uh, for my patrons, and afterwards uh, a few weeks later for for free on uh, on. Uh, YouTube and wherever you can find podcasts. Um, so, but those are sessions where we talk with guests, for example, like like we do now, and uh, and uh, and talk about meditation techniques. And people can ask questions 
if they want to set up a daily meditation practice, if they want to have some questions around that, they can do that. Otherwise, we just do uh, just fun, easy meditation sessions. Uh, I have some online courses as well uh, on my website uh, that you can uh, can try. Uh, also aimed at meditation and more at manifestation techniques as well. So, and those are online courses, but I prefer to do my deeper meditation and deep uh, courses that go a little bit further. I like to do them with groups and in person because I'd like to see when I'm busy, when I'm guiding people into meditation, I like to see how they're reacting to it. And I also, I feel, and that's maybe me, but I feel also a little bit that online people tend to lose their focus quite uh, quite quickly. And then I'm kind of feeling like I'm talking to a wall. Like I'm not, I'm not really sure where they are. And I'm getting the feeling I'm not, I'm not really connected, connected. Totally agree. People have asked me about yeah. courses. I had a couple, but I really like people to come in person because unless yeah. I know everybody goes the distance thing where all we can, you know, access for me, it's different. I like you in front of me and, you know, I do some work basically. I don't know. I don't even want to put a title to it, but it's like journey, journey work. Yeah. I need to see the people who are in front of me. Right. Mm, yeah, absolutely. I need to yeah. see how they react. I, I love to see when they, when they create an inner experience and, and I see, see their, their smiles. I see how they, how their body reacts and how they relax more. Uh, and also being able to help during my, my offline sessions uh, here in town, for example, when they, tr when they struggle getting into a very relaxed state, I'd like to get to sit next to them and try to whisper a little bit more with them while the music is playing, like try this, try that, and guide them a little bit further into it, which, which I can do when things are online. Yeah. And we, in my opinion, too much, too much electronic stuff. I know we do it to access people, but I think we need to have, um, we have to put everything in perspective. So we haven't, we, we need to create time to be one-on-one -on -one with people again. Yeah, I, t I totally agree. I never found that online courses thing a, a very pleasant experience. Um, when I do it online, I like to, and, and like I have a course that's called Shift. I do that live. So I don't pre-record anything. I do it live just to get a kind of experience of that we are all connected at the same time and busy with the same thing. Uh, but things like pre-recording and then putting it out there so people can can access it whenever they want, for example. I know that this that that might feel better for, for a lot of people but for me it's like yeah, it doesn't feel really 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 good to pre-record things and just put it out there and think okay do what you want mm. yeah I, i'm i'm battling that in my own mind with my what i do on the social platforms and i am pulling back because i heard the word mm. touched on wasn't completely said earlier entertainment I feel like it's just like I put it out there. They watch it. It's part of their daily routine. But I really want to engage with the people that are putting it into practice, changing your life. Like, yeah, I have people come to my house. They come. We have an introduction, kind of a meeting. It's great. We get some foundation. The next time you come back or if you've taken one of my workshops, 
I want to hear what it's how it's changed your life. I want to yeah. hear about your experience because that's how they grow and that's how I grow. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. This it is it is the interaction between people that is so important in this in this work. I, I feel that uh, absolutely the same. Yeah. 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 Any mm. advice for people that have the question on their mind about meditation? Should they meditate? Um, yeah, well, uh, my experience with uh, with with teaching people meditation is that it is for almost all people. They can do it, uh, but I also have experienced some people that that's well. I would advise doing other things than meditation. I would go to to more to the hypnotherapy, for example, uh, which is if you want to really struggling with something and you. And I see like meditation isn't going to work for you. You need <laughs> you need you need uh, more powerful stuff, more more forced. Hypnotherapy is a little bit more forced. Uh, then I'm saying, well, maybe you should try to do that. And that's for people. Uh, for example, I've, I've great success with these workshops for people that are uh, addicted to alcohol and drugs, for example, but not every. Every one of them uh, responds very well on on it's just a discipline thing as well. How 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 bad do you really want want uh, want to work with this? Yeah. Uh, so it's not for everybody. Meditation in general, I would say, yeah, and especially hard brain coherence techniques like from the HeartMed Institute, which aren't really meditation; they're more self-regulating techniques. Uh, I would I would say that's for everybody. But if you really want to use meditation as a as a technique to change behavioral patterns, basically, um, it's not for everyone. You, it's great. It, you need dis discipline. You really really want to make it a daily habit, incorporate it in your life. And if you have difficulty doing that after a while of trying, I would recommend. Try hypnotherapy, for example. Find uh, find someone who can do can help you with that. Yeah, yeah. I often get the uh, oh, I haven't got time. Too busy. Well, I know in my case, I did that for a while, a long time in my life. I oh no, I don't have time. But then it gets to a point where, you know, my guides or whatever you want to call them said, "Jody, hmm. you got three minutes a day. Start. You just okay. have to start, right? And you know, yeah. Seth, you know, once you make it your daily routine." whether it's six minutes or 30 minutes, whatever works for you to get going. If you miss a day, you notice it. Mm. True. And uh, you can do it everywhere. You don't have to, If I mean, if you're like me, I'm traveling a lot. I love meditation on a plane. Uh, <laughs> so if you, if, if you had to get up early in the morning to reach your fl flight, do it on your flight. The, yeah. the sound of the of the of the airplane engine is a fantastic uh, <laughs> noise generator to get you into a meditative state. Yeah, absolutely. Be creative. I just did this <laughs> yesterday. I, I bought a uh, four foot by four foot quarter inch plywood because I'm doing this encaustic wax painting. So I bought this board, and it wouldn't fit in the car. So I had to set get my wife to go get the truck. So here I am standing in a parking lot on a very windy day with this four mm. by four board. So I'm blowing all over. What did I do? Follow your breath. It's a great time to meditate. I had 20 yeah. minutes to meditate, you know? There's always time. Yeah. 
and use the wind maybe as well go yeah. on the, go on the, the flow with the wind yeah yeah absolutely, absolutely. great yeah dude jody as i have a question for you you work you you have a connection with the arcturians isn't it yeah yeah i can i want to share an experience i had and i want to hear your thoughts about that Sure. I was in Canada and Vancouver uh, for a spirit for a science and spirituality conference, and, and there were people from they called themselves the Stargate Experience, and they were in connection with different kind of uh, extraterrestrial races, and I always had a kind of a connection with Arcturians because I had a conversation with uh, someone who's channeling. Uh, as well and she showed me some cards of pictures of, of or drawings of different races and i picked out the actorian race so this this one is interesting to me i feel more drawn to them i was at a conference where they did a meditation a guided meditation and there were like a thousand people in the room there and they went through different stages dimensions as they called them and I think I don't remember correctly which dimension we, we 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 were at, but it was either seven or it was eleven. But with each dimension, they called an they called one of the extraterrestrial races, and all is fine. And then the guy that guided us said Arcturians dimension, Arcturians. I started to get so warm in my body, and I started to sweat like crazy. But here's the weird thing. I only I had short hair at the time, very short. When we get out of the meditation, only half of my hair was wet. I sweated only in half of, of my face. And it was that started the moment he said Arcturians. Hmm. I've never heard of that experience before. It was so weird. Yeah. I don't know why you would only sweat on half. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know it either. It's pretty interesting. You could see it because, because one half of my hair, there was like small droplets on it. It has very, very short hair. And it became so warm inside of me. Try this. I think you've probably seen the videos that I posted about it, mm -hmm. but just go find three random stones. Mm -hmm. You know, size of a quarter or size of a baseball doesn't matter put them yeah. put them in a three-sided pyramid don't worry about measuring it mm -hmm. do your meditations in that and tell me what you feel i do the meditations inside in the triangle yeah it's this yeah. The stones will be on your floor right in the shape of a three-sided triangle you can oh, put yeah, like that. chair yeah. in there or sit in the floor or do whatever you want and yeah. the longer you leave that set up the more it tunes in and it's mm. an Arcturian frequency. So three small stones. You. Yeah. And if you can them set up all the time, like I have my house in a triangle, a stone triangle, and I have stone triangles in my house. Mm. So I leave them set up and they work with the energies. But that tunes mm -hmm. to the higher frequencies. And that's where the Arcturians are for me, like ninth dimension, 10, 11th dimension. Interesting. Well, when you tell me that you were sweating on half your body and not the other, that the first thing that came to mind for me is something to do with hemispheres. Mm. Now, I don't know what that means. Maybe it'll come to you after, but like 
two different male, I'm not going to say male, female, but I don't know if that, I, hemispheres is what really speaks to me. So is that hemispheres in the brain or I'm not sure. That's something to leave with you, but I would sit in that yeah. triangle and see what happens. Yeah. I'll definitely try that. And with cool. me, my Arcturian message really, and, and people overlook it, is they want me to share how simple it is and how everybody tends to want to go to the complicated rather than what's right mm. in front of them. And that's the Arcturian message, what meditation, nature, stones, we work on that and we will start changing. We don't all have to sit in a three-hour guided meditation and ring bells and you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's exactly what I'm, I'm thinking too. I often get, often young people come to me and say, oh, what kind of what technique, what kind of meditation do you do? And then they come with all those different names. And I'm like, keep it simple. <laughs> You're right. Keep it simple. And it's like, it doesn't matter what you call it for. This is just in, in the, the, the red line is the same. It's, it is getting into an altered state of consciousness, expanding your consciousness, working more with it. And uh, changing your state of being. That's 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 it's what meditation means for me. Hmm. Yeah. When I meditate, <clears throat> this is what I this is what I perceive, anyways. I meditate. I, I I learned with my eyes open and with my eyes closed, so it's a preference. Um, but as soon as I get into that zone, it's not dark and it's not light, but I'm in that space, you know. Mm -hmm. And for me, that that's when it all starts to happen. And I believe. In our daily lives, in meditation, I believe is the only way to get there, is we access through our brains. We're not living our full life. It's like we're in a little shoebox in the corner of the room, you know, in meditation, mm. you pop that lid off. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's like you say as well, like when we have our eyes open and we are in that, in the, what we call beta state, which is the awakened state, we mostly experience life with our five senses. The moment you close off your eye, especially your eyes, because we're very visual beings, if you close our eyes and start to listen, not only with our ears, we start also to listen with more than our five senses. And that's where we start to listen more to what comes in from the energy around us through our heart's field, because it goes both ways. Our heart emits an electromagnetic field, but it also picks up information from other electromagnetic fields. The universe, the Earth, the Earth's electromagnetic fields gets influenced by the sun, by other things in the universe as well. So it all comes in. And when we train, train this, and like I said, again, connect your heart to your brain because we all of a sudden get other information in which our brain can process. And if we try to understand and listen to it, in that relaxed state, in that slower state of 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 of, of brain activity, we 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 pick up so much more. Hmm. Yeah, and listening to you speak right now, um, I, I have to say, like, maybe we're not supposed to be so dependent on our eyes, nose, mouth. Oh. Maybe we've just become accustomed of, of, to that because of the lives we live. But if we start going more to the energetic, to the frequencies, to the vibrations, whole different world around us, right? Yeah, yeah. And that's that's very then we say, yeah, it becomes spiritual, spirituality, but that's that's a part of life too. 
uh, psychologists say it too. A lot of people that are depressed actually, what they find out is that they 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 are they lack that spiritual part in their life. They blocked it out, and are completely over to the three D logical way of living, like many do. And the moment they connect again to the wonders of what what more is out there, and I call it then spirituality, which I. I almost wouldn't call it spirituality anymore. I would say it's a fuller life. You take more in of everything, of what life is all about. I mean, depression disappears because there are so many wonderful things going on. Like I said in the beginning, the moment you start to connect and you think, oh, wow, I would like to sit at a table. And five minutes later, you're actually sitting at that table. But I often have with traffic lights as well. When I'm in a hurry, I need to catch a train. Oh, it would be nice if everything would be green right now. Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, that is so wonderful how you can connect with reality and 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 experience reality in a, in a whole different, more pleasant way. Because the, the life isn't against you. <laughs> we We are life. We are part of it. And connect with that, be on that frequency, and see how you can how you can communicate and and interact with it in a very positive, giving way and receiving as well. Yeah, yeah. And uh, people ask me, "What do you do?" Well, you know, you have to have a few titles or names just to give them a reference point. But I believe, as soon as like I believe with you that you, I'm living, I'm alive, I'm living as complete. Yeah. Should be. Does that mean I maybe have a connection to a past life? I don't see a past. I, I just see memories, right? Mm. That's where you want to be. You, as soon as you put a name on it, boom, the lid closes more. And boom, <laughs> yeah. the lid closes yeah. more. Why do we have to put titles and names on anything? Can't we just live and enjoy and mm. ask in the energy? Yeah. Yeah. Everything is energy. Uh, I'm from a scientific world, you know, the science world, uh, physics, medicine, and but everything, when it comes down to it, everything is energy. Uh, we experience things at physical, but it's all energy, it's all information. And our consciousness is energy, our, heart, our bodies give off energy, it's all manipulative, it can all influence those energies just by thought and, and 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 intention alone. Yeah. I believe that if we can't think good thoughts, don't think thoughts at all. Meditate. <laughs> Meditate. So we're, we're coming up on our time, Seb. Can you uh, give people their your contact information and, and I'll get it off you and put it in the post when I put this up so they can reach you? Yeah, if they search uh, for uh, for um, uh, at sep underscore tmg, they would find most of my social uh, accounts. I'm not a big fan of, of Instagram and Facebook. Uh, Facebook I've never been on, only uh, for my uh, my group. Uh, I have an Instagram account, uh, but mostly on Vero. I'm a, I'm a big fan of Vero True Social. I can recommend it to everybody. Um, and uh, you can find me searching for transformational meditation group. Uh, the website is tmg.cosmicnation.co. Uh, uh, I can give you that uh, afterwards, uh, Jody. Yeah. Okay, wonderful. Well, it's been great talking to you, Zeb. And thank Likewise. You for being a guest. Yeah. This is, uh, I know you and I could talk forever. 
So yeah. <laughs> we have a lot, we have a lot, uh, we have a connection with the Arcturians, it seems, uh, there. And uh, and I, I love your videos about what you, about what I find striking is like you, you, uh, you appreciate life so much in the little things like oh here's a stone but it, it is all information and it's i like how you how you how you take that and present that to people yeah, yeah. The, the again the information that comes to me is to not really teach but inspire people to think mm. eh? and that's what if i can just have someone go wow you know and they're off on a different whole different reality yeah yeah it definitely opened my eyes for some things that I would overlook. I'm like, glad. Well, let, let's do this again, and we can talk anytime. Um, we're going to sign off. Seb, thank you very much for being my guest. Thank you for having me, Jody. And thank you, everyone, for listening to the Time Is Now podcast, and have a great day. All right. Bye, everyone.